people put put too much seriousness to you know success and failure, especially on the basketball court. If you take a shot, you can only do two things: make it or miss. That's how simple it is. That's what you try to get to your kids, so they're not afraid of that simple act. When I took that shot, whatever shot it was, in my mind, first of all, I'm thinking I'm make it. Secondly, if I don't. Okay, we can come back tomorrow, work hard, make, make sure that when I get in that situation, get them and make the shot. You know, but you don't put the end of the world on that one particular event. And kids sometimes have a tendency to do that. So you, you as a parent, you have to simplify it as, as much as possible to show them that either way, I still love you if you missed that shot. Grumpy old man. <laughs> this must be the, um, the month of... Uh of rant podcasts or something i'm not sure must be but I, I but it's understandable to be honest with you i mean sometimes the hard thing needs to be said i guess so i guess Uh-oh. something this is an impromptu podcast everyone but we are we're not doing this one live we're recording this one because it's kind of impromptu and it's like a it's like a nerve um and when you have somebody like my good friend John Demmer, that's been in this game for a long time, has seen a lot of changes come and go. These topics come up every once in a while. So my guy, you want what let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh hold on a second. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, like I got like a there we go. That that, a, that looks better. I, I, I had a sunburst going on with the lighting for whatever reason today. Um but yeah, we got to be careful. I, I think this sparked with a, a post on the internet um, that went straight to like blast mode. And mm-hmm. it's something we got to be, we got to be uh, kind of like aware of what we're doing, how we're saying things um, and to what audience, because it, it's, it doesn't do any good oftentimes. Like you just get people like aggravated and angry. It's just like inflammatory. Um, you know, we're supposed to be happy and like, you know, continue to grow and try to encourage people to come out. But when you see posts of someone like extremely disgruntled about things and in the end, it's actually about nothing. Like it, it's not even anything. Cause it's based on the past. It's stuff that it's, it's always been, always has been, and, and probably will continue to be. And if not um, progressively getting, I don't know, maybe worse in their perspective, but it's good because the growth is just getting more and more overwhelming. Like you got the Vegas shoot. We got, we're, they're, they're pushing, I don't think they're over or pushing 4,000 shooters now. Yeah. Um, and, and the post, the, the one we were alluding to specifically, and it's not to call out the guy, it's just, no, it's okay. A, yeah. It's just a, an example of things that happen on a fairly regular basis and and as this class continues to grow and we get more and more legs behind it it's something we got to be cautious about like we can't always just go right to the to complain mode and and try to get people riled up yeah Uh, so in regards to the organizations because this this you know we're talking about the situation um just some misunderstanding with the way things work with the vegas shoot you know it it is what it is no big deal nobody's the the original post actually ended up being deleted which is good because it really kind of had some misleading information in it um you know i had a private conversation with the person as well just to kind of like 
cool the flames a little bit and just realize, but it's not just, it's not, you know, just the Vegas shoot, you know, Vegas shoot isn't run by NFAA. Yes. Bruce Cole is involved, but our representation at the Vegas shoot, the way we handle ourselves, even online, everyone from world archery is going to be there. It's, it's the world archery indoor series. Like if you want growth in the sport, for you you just you can't just look at rights what's in front of your face you have to look down the road you know you we've come a long way from usa archery and a lot of it was you know kind of initiated by the growth within the classic but it's always been growing it just it's really started to steamroll these last couple of years so but every time somebody does a post like that it's like you take two steps forward and you take four steps back um yeah yeah and especially when like the Vegas, for example, we've worked really, really hard to get a bearable recurve class in to begin with. Yeah. Then we worked hard to get a championship class for the bearable recurve class. And stuff like this, um, if Bruce Cole sees it, or if he gets like five or six email, like hate emails mm-hmm. from like the likes of people that uh, have been around in our class for a while that shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing this. Um, can go in a long could go a long ways into them just being like you know what we don't have to deal with this yeah later. And, they, and they could do that they very well could that and and let me also say like if you're someone that gets frustrated with a situation and you have a question there's a good chance that john or myself will make ourselves available to answer it or get an answer or try to you know let's verify that the thing that we're upset over we're actually should be upset over first so a lot of times I bet you a higher percentage that of the time that you don't need to be upset over this thing. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, we, people don't, and John, we don't talk about it probably much and maybe here and there we hint about it, but like we talk, you and I have spoken to Bruce Cole, you and I have spoken to, you know, people at USA archery. We've talked to the people about the classic. We are you know, we, we've, even like with adding the women's category, like there was always behind the scenes conversations happening with the powers that be in multiple organizations, Josh grind with ASA, you know, Tavin, there's, there's discussions I've had with him there. People don't see and hear that stuff. So maybe it's out of sight, out of mind, but understand like there's a lot of work that's done and you've been doing it for longer than me from the beginning, but it's, you know, it takes so much time for this stuff to happen. And then, and you get this awesome positive thing and it only takes a handful of incidents that it just takes away from how awesome it really is. Um, but yeah. 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 Cause you could, I mean, as a person running the events or um, someone who has like a vote into getting things progressed moving forward, you know, if you get like 10 people that come up to you and say, Oh, you know, that was awesome. You know, thanks for everything you do. But then you get three people that come up and do nothing but get in your face and complain. You know, they're more likely to remember those three people than those 10 people that uh, that were happy and, and would do anything to help, you know, push things forward. So that's something that we have to be aware of when handling ourselves in person and, and you know, more importantly, online, because a lot of the times the tone can't be read through the Internet. Um, yeah. You know, you might be doing tongue and tongue and cheek stuff, making a joke, but we just got to be aware of um, how it can come across. Because if it comes across the wrong way to the wrong person, um, the things that we have been doing for years 
can easily take, like you said, take like two, three, four steps backwards and make things a lot more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's especially, especially for those people who are maybe new to an event or you had preconceived notions, like this is what it's going to be. And then you found out, Oh, I was wrong. Also understand that you're not running this major event, running major events, like crazy stuff happens. I remember, do you remember snowmageddon? Do you remember the, the Lancaster shoot? And what yeah. did we get? An unprecedented amount of snow. People were infuriated with the way it worked out. It, it happened to us at Target we, Nationals with all the crazy, the crazy rain and stuff. You know, yeah, snowmageddon. Yeah, we had thirty plus inches of snow in twenty four hours, which was basically unprecedented in in uh, at, at Lancaster. Um, they they call it like a hundred year storm. And chances are in our lifetime, we won't see that again. Yeah. But something like that, that was completely out of Lancaster's control. But people went to the internet. And like, I remember, you know, Rob talking to Rob, like he's pissed. Like people were just hounding him. And like, it was actually illegal to drive on the road. Like, and people the were completely yeah. shut down. And, and they expect, they demanded like their money back. And they demanded the, the shoe to move forward that day. And, and and that's something that just wasn't in the cars. That was not going to happen because it, even if it did, and Rob said, "Oh yeah, let's do this," and then one person gets in an accident, guess what? They're getting sued. Yeah, um, absolutely. It was just, you know, you know, people got. I remember being in the uh, the hotel room, and we went down to have breakfast because there was a like a restaurant built in in a hotel, and we went down there, and I remember one guy walking in saying, "Yeah, he's like." well, this breakfast just cost me 625 bucks because he got a ticket for driving on the road. <laughs> oh <laughs> Going my gosh, to the breakfast. Yeah. 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 And just, I mean, the reason we're even telling this story is because it paints a perspective of, unless you've run a tournament or been involved in running a, a tournament or a, a large scale tournament at that, like Lancaster or whatever, the Vegas shoot, et cetera. Like you don't know the logistics behind the scenes. You don't know the things that they have to comply with. Like snowmageddon, they need to worry about literally legally driving on the roads. People from all over the world were here and it was just, it was incredible. They needed to make a decision. And no matter what happens, decisions that are made may not come, may not make everyone happy, but you still got to live by them. A couple of years ago, target national, just to throw out another organization, USA Archery Target Nationals in Richmond, and I forget exactly how it's panned out, but I think they changed the U.S. Open format to a different amount because of all of the rain delays and stuff, wasn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2019, 20. Yeah, yeah, they cut the field from like 32 to either eight. I think it was eight. They took the top eight instead of the 32 yeah. because we just had delay after delay after delay and we had i don't know got like four or five inches of rain or some ridiculous nonsense that the field yeah, just it was crazy yeah it was crazy that year we had every type of weather you could imagine 90 degrees to sideways rain to wind to i'm surprised we didn't have snow flurries but yeah it was just crazy and an organization what are they going to do they have to make a decision they have a timeline they have a facility they only have so much space to work with and so many people to do the job they got to make a call. So, you well, know, they, they got to do what's best for them, but they also have to do what they think is best for, for the shooters as well. Like it's case in point with the weather. If, if there's like a, a lightning strike, right. 
oh, yeah. um, within so many miles, they have to, they have to legally shut it down for an X amount of time or something. Yeah. And God forbid, if they don't and someone gets struck, then, you know, that's basically the end of that organization. And that's, you know, it's an unfortunate incident for everybody involved. Yeah. Um, and so they got to protect themselves from that and they got to protect, basically protect you as well. Yeah. And then, so, and to, to piggyback into like the Vegas or to, to take this segue into the Vegas discussion, you know, some people are upset about Barrel Recurve not being in the arena. Do you want to just talk? I know we, we alluded a little bit in the beginning, but explain like you've shot Vegas how many years? I, I don't even know. It doesn't matter a lot. Uh, yeah. Explain, uh, long, explain the process enough. of how the championship um, categories work so people know. So I think the first year I ever shot the championship class, um, we shot every day in the arena, but that was when Vegas was at like maybe 2,500 people, maybe. So the championships classes weren't that big. Mm-hmm. And the last couple of championship classes I shot, I think I shot in three more after um, we had Vegas just kept growing and growing and growing in that championship arena. Um, there's only like 50 bales on it. So you can only have, don't quote me on that, but it's somewhere around 50 and you can only have like, you know, do the math five times 50 is 200. You can only have two, 200 shooters at that moment, you know, during that, uh, um, that line. So, you know, if you have four lines in the day or five lines in the day, say it's four, you know, you can only have 800 shooters in that arena for that day. If it's five, then you can have a, you know, a thousand, but that's it. Like, that's all you. Oh, I just lost you. You can have like, oh, and when number, well then, you know, adaptations have to be met. And so once like the second year I shot championship classes, I think the first time we had to shoot in, uh, in one of the side rooms for. Hold on a second, John, the first two days, hold on on one Uh, second from here on out from that. Yep. Let it, let it, let it catch up because it seems to have like, I, you hit a lag and I don't think, I don't think it's me. Um, all right, go ahead. I think I got you back now. You're good. Do you want me to start back over? No, you don't start back over. Just pick up from where we were talking about. You said okay. like about 50 bales in the championship hall and you and you went through some numbers. Just pick up from yeah. there. Yeah, so there's only a limited space in this championship hall. And that's, that's what comes down to the bottom line of it. And if your championship classes, class numbers outgrow that capability, then they have to make adjustments. So the first year, like I said, when I shot championship, I believe we shot all three days in the in the arena but the second time it it got outgrown so that friday and saturday from there on out we shot in side rooms or the lower arena which i think is what they're going to be shooting this year um we shot those for friday and saturday now and then if you make the top flight in the championship class then you got to shoot in the championship arena with every single other class's top flight um because now now take this is something else to take into consideration your friday and saturday shoot times um there's i mean they basically run from sun up to sundown but Mm -hmm. for the final day they don't right so the championship class in the championship arena in the uh, late afternoon they start rolling out the pros or any tiebreakers and they shoot their their shoot offs in front of everybody so you have even less time available in the arena so now now you can see where you might have had a you know five time slots 
during Thursday and Friday or Friday, Saturday. Now in the championship arena, you get like four, three or four. So any top flight in the championship class goes to the main arena and they shoot in that with every other single class. So, yeah. I mean, that's another reason why we don't have room to shoot in the, uh, um, the championship arena all the time anymore. It yeah. just got too big. Yeah. And let's, and let's be honest. Do you want to take only the, like, what is there signed up in bearable recurve championship? Like 40 some. I didn't. Yeah. Look I think, I think last it's time I mid, heard. Yeah. Mid upper forties, I think. And I don't think it's, I think you could still register. I, yeah, I no, I mean, I, I wish I wish there was more. Um, but it, what I was getting at is, you know, you're going to so you can go and shoot with just those 40 people or you can go shoot with all the barebell recurve people, whatever like I, in that general area or now I don't know. I don't know how the schematics are of where they have bare, all the barebell people and stuff from what I've seen on videos in the, in the last couple of years. Everybody's in the same area. But um, yeah, I, it's just. I guess the message, the message after all said and done is like, don't just don't have a knee jerk reaction to every little thing. Just let it just sit on it for a minute. Maybe ask some questions first before, because think about like, am I, am I going to have, could this potentially add to or create an issue further down the road when you actually just don't understand the situation fully? Yeah, I don't know. Is it, would you say that's safe, or do you you have a a better description of the message you want to put out there? No, I w- I would exactly what you said. Just sit on it, sit on it for a little while. Like you know, you don't have to sit on it for a month, but sleep on <laughs> yeah. it, right? Sure. Sleep on it, get some facts. Like don't like don't go full like attack mode. When in the end, it's really nothing. It's it's something that's always been done. Just didn't really understand the full situation. Um, because that can be a detriment to our progress for hundred percent, for sure. Um, especially when we're just, we're just getting our foot in the door into like a championship class or whatever it may be, or if it's like, it might be like maybe a couple of years ago, trying to step into the ASA and then people found out it's known yardage and people all freaked out about it, which was another situation that happened. But the, the background to that was. You know, they, they chose known yardage because they want to get the collegiate to come in and the high school to come in. And guess what? They all shoot known yardage. So that was the compromise that they were trying to work with and see to see if it would fit and and uh, just grow from there. Because, yeah. you know, there's like like you said, there's other things going behind the scenes more than meets the eye. Yeah. Multiple and, in the words in the words of G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true it's a true story though like people don't know like we had the discussion about baribo recurve championship for a year prior to its unveiling met with bruce talked with bruce zoom calls i've done you know um you know it's it's just there's and it's not just that it's it's other stuff it's you know, I'll, and I'll give you another example, the USA Archery Red Team thing um, that they added Barebow finally to it. I've been having that discussion with the representatives, powers that be from USA Archery for years, years. You know, so like planting the seeds and keeping the discussions alive and building the relationships, like literally you could just blow stuff up on the internet and ruin all of that if if you weren't careful 
and I, and people just don't think they don't think about the repercussions that's because they're because they can't get to outside of well this is how it affects me and in reality a lot of times it doesn't affect you at all you're just going to shoot your bow where you shoot it doesn't matter who you're shooting with doesn't matter you and it's just it's almost it's almost like the ground level problem of like target panic like you're thinking too much about everything else instead of this is the only thing you need to focus on <laughs> anyway i digress um i don't know man anything else I'm yeah good. yeah i, think I mean covered it. It, to get the witness class what's that it's like trying to get it's just like you know there's been many situations besides beside vegas besides the asa it's like lancaster trying to get the women's class in and um it's going to take some time and finally happen and now we just got to keep that thing moving forward. And it's like USA Indoor Nationals trying to get like the women's uh, uh, yep. separate indoor championship. Job. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's all like there's baby steps involved. And, and it's one of those things you just can't, you know, pee all over it and, and just get people upset because it's, you know, it's just as easy for them to say, nah, you know, we, we, we tried it. We don't want it. And yeah, well, it's easier, the, it's easier the... for them to do that. Uh, prize money for barebow women's versus men like that came up and it, that was a that was a subtle conversation so i'm not there's no fingers being pointed but yeah you know if one person comments on it and blows it up and turns it into an in uh um an equity thing between men and women and all that stuff and then that it, it just like that's how those those posts that social media behavior that stuff blows up and they're like you know what forget you guys you're never going to see a women's class because you're, you know, you know what I mean? Or they'll, you'll never see, oh, you're never going to see it because you guys just turn everything into an issue. Um, please understand that. That's, that's a, a, an example. I'm not, I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just saying, but it can go that route so fast and yeah. just take a, hit the pause button. Everybody hit the pause button. Think about it. You got a question, message us or, you know, if you need, or them, there's a ton of other people out there that, that will, that can probably answer Gary McCain, NFAA. Listen, Gary McCain is, you have a question, reach out to that guy. Cause he will bend over backwards. He has done it yeah. for NFA for a long time. He's done it for us. Reach out to him. You know, if you have a barebow question for NFAA, that guy's going to have the answer, um, you know, and, and stuff like that. So, all right. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. He puts up with a yes. lot of people's crap, uh, and well, still does it with a <laughs> and still does it with a smile on his face. He's a, he's a really yeah. good dude. Him, him and Sandy. If you ever have any NFAA questions, definitely reach out to them, or anything like Vegas related or anything like that. They're like they're super awesome people, and and they will do anything to help. Absolutely, uh, I think I think we covered it. I think we covered it. It's 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 it must the month of rants, and you know. I think maybe too, the longer that, that John and I go down this road with the barrel project and these topics, like there's these small things that we've always, they've always been there, but they just, they come up and then they, there's a boiling point. You're like, okay. Yeah. And we're getting, we're just getting bigger and bigger as a class in general. So those yeah. little things are not so little anymore. Right. Now they're bigger and they can be, you know, bigger and bigger problems for sure. And we're trying to avoid that. We're trying to, just be a voice of reason within the class and within the community. Say, let's handle this a little differently. Let's not. And listen, if you've, you probably don't pay Olympic recurve community, small and quiet, kind of, 
in their own realm, they're loud, but and for different reasons. Compound world, things they it's all over the place. You can't bring that back. There's no saving that. That's it's a crazy with all this stuff. There's always some kind of drama going on. Let's try to keep that out if we can. It's probably a big tall task to to handle, but whatever. We're trying. So all right, man. Sounds good. I'm sure you're getting ready to go shoot, right? Or, yep actually actually yeah i'm getting ready to leave <laughs> yeah I have, i'm actually getting ready to go ref the basketball game so you have a good night we'll see Peace. you a couple days thursday. i'll see you thursday, yep, thursday. You're, gonna be, you're gonna be down thursday right yep yep yeah i shoot at four on thursday so with all yeah, the cool we'll be down there with all the cool people <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll see you guys later thank you barrel project out see you bud